Sedano, LZ, and Cap, and I think Chris led us right to where we want to be. Mm-hmm. So here, here's the deal rare. today, guys. We talked about this a little bit the other day where we should find a way to make the draft a little more interesting, not only for ourselves but for the audience playing along. So at 5 o'clock, the draft is going to start on ESPN. And I felt like what we should do today is almost like we're betting on a horse, okay? And the way we're betting on a horse is by picking a cliche or buzzword or something of that nature that gets utilized in the NFL draft a ton, right? Um, so we each pick a, pick a phrase or a word, right, that will get used probably throughout the show. And what happens is, as every pick goes up, we will have the analysis and we'll play the analysis of Mel and, you know, uh, Booger and Lewis Riddick and those guys for, you know, a minute or two and see if any of us and if any of our catchphrases, right, are are used. And the first person who gets their catchphrase used gets a point for that particular pick. What do you guys think? I'm going to win. You're going to win? Yes, sir. That's right. And because... Because, LZ, I'm going to pick a phrase that every one of these analysis guys are going to use over and over again. They're going to see Trevor Lawrence, and they're going to say, you know, he's got tremendous upside potential. They're going to talk about Kyle Pitts, the tight end, Florida. You know, based on his size, it's 6'6", 239. He can pack some more on that frame. He's got tremendous upside potential. <laughs> that That's is a my good catchphrase one. of that is the a draft. Good one. George and LZ, that's my catchphrase of the draft. I think it'll be used the most. Okay, LZ, is there a catchphrase that you'd like to use as your marker, basically? This is the horse you're betting on during the NFL draft as the audience plays along with us and gets to pick either Scott or you or me to win this particular race tonight. My friends, I find whenever there is a player – that you kind of know, but don't really know, but you're on television and you can't Google. <laughs> you reach back deep down inside and you tell the audience he loves the game. Oh. He loves the game. He loves the game. You know what, man? I'm going to tell you one thing. He loves the game. Mm-hmm. That is my catchphrase, people. He loves the game is a good one. He loves he- the game is a good one because, you know, <sighs> A lot of these guys love the game, right? They love the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, that's a good one. But, you know, is, sometimes there's guys that really don't love the game. And oh, that's I true. Can, I can that pick true. that out. I know this is a guy. He just doesn't have the love for the game. Yeah. Doesn't have it. I will say we, this, We though. won't hear that today, though. In the, the first, first round, round right. it's hard to hear that one. <laughs> right. It's rare. I think rare. he doesn't love the game right. in the first Second round. round, then yeah. you can start saying, oh, he slipped because, you know. He doesn't. He, he love doesn't really love the game. The game. Yeah. Yes. You know, you know what's not rare, by the way, is um, a, a draft happening in Cleveland in the rain where there's Browns fans behind the ESPN college game day set and a dude wearing a Baker Mayfield shirt, and then all of a sudden he pulls it up and flashes the entire audience. We did not need to see that, sir. Just wanted to put that out there. Okay. Um, right. Well, I, I have my phrase. Okay. And my phrase will be because you know what's going to happen, right? They're going to go to Mel, right? Right. Right. And Mel is going to give you the combine breakdown, right? Uh-oh. And and when Mel is on, okay, Mel is going to use the phrase, this guy ha- dot, dot, dot has, here's my phrase, 
all the measurables. Oh, all <laughs> okay? the measurables. Kuiper and McShay and those guys are absolutely going all the measurables for sure. So that is my lane. I have the measurable, all the measurables lane. You have, what is it, uh, upside, Scott? What is it? What's uh, the phrase? Potential. He's got great upside, upside potential. Upside potential. And LZ, yours is? He loves the game. He loves the game. He loves he, the game. So there you go. So now there is a poll up, I believe, that you can vote on ESPN Los Angeles, LZ, and you can pick my phrase, all the measurables, LZ's phrase, which is loves the game, and Cap's phrase, which is upside potential. Yeah, he's got tremendous upside potential is what he's got. He's got, he's got some untapped potential. The guy's okay. got great ball skills, I, yeah. I might mention. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, by the way, yeah. it's time for LZ to say something. Hold on a second, Cap. I know you're excited today. Go, yes. go ahead, Very These ball skills are brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you're ever injured in an accident, call Sweet James Accident Attorneys. Available 24-7. Visit SweetJames.com. There you go. So go to ESPN Los Angeles, and you can vote right now on Twitter and have some fun with that. So that's what we're going to do. So stick with us throughout the show on that. And, again, vote early. I wouldn't say often because you can only vote once on Twitter. But but anyhow, all right, so here's the deal. Before we get to the big stories of today, okay, Mm -hmm. let's start with some of the smaller stories that were also slightly comical. Like, did you know that Tim Tebow wanted to come back to the NFL, LZ? I didn't know he was still alive. Oh, oh, come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. It was like, what? You still kicking it? Um, <laughs> listen, man. Like, he's going to milk his days in Florida as long as the cow's alive. So, I'm like, God bless you. You know, good luck. Jacksonville Jaguars, if you think this is the route for either – you know, butts and seats or media attention or whatever, or if you think he's actually, you know, still able to do something to help you win, God bless you, carry on. But for heaven's sakes, let this be the last day we talk about this story until he actually makes the team and does something. Please do not drag this out. His old college coach, you mentioned it. Don't you think he has a shot? Please don't drag this out. You know what I'm saying? Just don't drag it out. Yes, he may have a shot, though Urban Meyer is pretty ruthless. You know, what have you done for me lately is really, really his his, his motto, whether it's the university or the player. So, right. so I don't know if he's going to make it because of what they used to do. Maybe if there's a business model that's presented to him that says, hey, just have him on the team and this is the potential bump from it, great. Or if he wows them, even better. But if he's not actually doing something productive for once, media, can we just let the story die? Oh, it's man. over. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you, I think he's going to make the team. And by the way, you may have, may have nailed it, LZ. What if the owner of the Jaguars is like, look, Tim Tebow, the Florida Heisman Trophy winner, the two-time national champion, and everybody's just good old guy. What if Tim Tebow makes the team, but he can't play quarterback because he couldn't really play quarterback when he was in the league, and now he's like in his early 30s and he's just coming out of a minor league baseball career with the Mets. But let's just say we find something for career? him to do. I don't. Yeah, career is, is that was aggressive. aggressive. Well. Yeah, that, that yeah. really stopped him on tracks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. career. career. You know? career. How about internship? <laughs> How about paid intern? He was a paid intern for the Mets for a couple seasons. He How's that? played baseball for the Mets for whatever you call it 
career internship. But the thing is, it's like, let's find something for him to be on our team. Well, you know what? He's kind of, he's kind of puffy. You ever seen Tim Tebow? Like he doesn't look like anybody that ever played quarterback. He looks like a guy who plays tight end or fullback. So you know what? Give him a shot at tight end. If he can't do that, teach him to long snap. If he can't do that, have him hold for field goals. If he can't do that, have him block on kickoff returns. Put Tim Tebow's name on the back of a Jaguars jersey, and let's get this guy part of our community. I'm telling you, I think this makes all the sense in the world, and I think he'll be on the team week one. I love the NFL, George. I love the NFL because they're literally thinking about bringing back a dude who was out of the league before Kaepernick was even drafted. (laughs) And now he's about to get back in the league, and Kaepernick is still on the outside looking in, being told it's the knee that's the problem. Yeah. Okay. Can can we get Cap in the league at a different position? Like, it's the knee that's the problem, but 10 Tebow also needs. You know what? He does kneel. That is true. He's also a kneeler. Different kind of kneeling, though, right? Like, it's, uh, you know, we can't be kneeling for for social justice. Kneeling for God, different story. Because God doesn't like social justice. Right. (laughs) I'll tell you what, though. He will will make this team. I mean, really, if if it's for real. You think about it. His size, his athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. We said all this on draft night. He's the one that didn't want to be a tight end. Right. People That's said true. all this already. Well, right. They, you know, they said you, this when he was with the Jets, the Patriots, everybody. But, but yeah. you know what happened? But you know what happened to him early in his career is is he had that one year in Denver where he got the Broncos to the playoffs and threw a touchdown pass in the playoffs against Pittsburgh that won the game. And you know, you looked at his college career and all the numbers he'd put up. You go, how is it that he absolutely cannot play in the NFL? And it turns out well, it's really I can really tell you why. Well, because he couldn't really read defense is, is what the big Right, and he was also was. not very accurate. Okay, well, um, <laughs> he, he never <laughs> really not, got – And he's not fast either. Yeah, right. He, he never really got another shot to play quarterback. Yeah, and he did. For, well, he's I been mean, on he more kinda, teams than Kaepernick. Well, I mean, yeah, he was, he was always brought in as a backup guy or a guy who could do maybe a couple of things outside of just playing quarterback. Bill Belichick literally no, no, brought you know him why, in Cap? and said, let me see what you got, kid. And then Bill Belichick says, I can't save this. I'm good. Right. I'm yeah. Good. yeah. Like, like, honestly, if Bill Belichick, who, let's face it, has been relatively creative, he took Julian Edelman, who was a quarterback, and yep. turned him into one of the best receivers in franchise history. Potential so, Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, I think that's oh, also wait a aggressive. Second. Now, that was a no. shot right there, potential no. Hall of Fame. I heard oh, that I'm sorry. Snicker. A wide receiver with multiple rings and an MVP in the Super Bowl yeah, I, has I, no I shot of being a Hall of Famer. You're right. No, hey, I, I'm a best it. receiver for the franchise that many perceive to be the best franchise in NFL history. Yeah. But he can't be a – come on, guys. Oh. That's potential for him to be a Hall of Famer. Look I, who's voting. I, Look at the voters. I'm, I'm voting for Edelman. You got my vote. <laughs> You got yeah, my vote. I, I would not vote He's for a, Edelman, but the point yeah. is, is that Belichick certainly has been creative yes. in the past. Yes. And if it didn't work with Tebow with Belichick, I mean, it might work with Urban Meyer because it's his college coach, right? Like maybe he'll give it a shot. But God, dude, can you imagine what it would be like for Urban Meyer to have to tell Tim Tebow, "I gotta cut you"? Oh, Do man, you know I, how I, hard that? Like Tim I Tebow made hard, man. Tim Tebow made Urban Meyer's career. I don't he, think yeah. Urban sees it that way. I don't oh, think I, he sees it that way, man. Oh, you, you know Urban Meyer doesn't see it that way. I mean, Urban <laughs> no. Meyer is this gigantic, crazy egomaniac that he is. He doesn't see it that way. No, yeah. he's thinking he made Tebow's career. Okay. And oh, by the way, he's right. 
I mean, given what they both have done apart from each other, <laughs> you know, it's hard to argue, you know, the, the, the who had the, who was the actual chef in the kitchen when they were separated, you saw what happened. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, so. last thing on Tebow, if, if somebody gave me a chance to go to an NFL training camp, or if somebody gave you a chance, LZ, to go to an NBA training camp, you'd be like, man, I would love to be able to do that, especially like when you really, really can't. Tim Tebow will not give up the dream, not of being a pro NFL football player, not of being a major league baseball player. That one, I think the ship has sailed. Um, that ship now, wasn't even in the harbor. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That thing was shipwrecked. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man. Listen, um, Anytime a guy can go into minor league baseball and hit a home run, even if it's only one, I, that still impresses me. Because I mean, you know, it impresses you, but it's not impressive enough to actually be a good baseball player. Correct, right. correct, yeah. fair yeah. enough. I mean, right. I, I would say Tebow was on the the like Michael Jordan All Star baseball team. You know, right? He was better than Michael Jordan. I'll give him that. Yeah. So I just think though that the guy refuses to give up a dream, and what else is he going to do? I mean, just you know go what? around the we world, all build at some houses point for or people. Another, he needed to start it with the other part. What else is he going to do? Right. He should have <laughs> started we, there. We, and I'm, we not, all, I'm not we, here poo-pooing his hoop dreams or his football dreams. Based, pursue your dreams. My criticism has nothing to do with him, really, but it's about the media coverage. That's my criticism. Stop pretending as if everything he touches is gold. Right. It's not. He it's hasn't touched gold since Florida. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, all right, coming up next, now the real big story. Yes. Aaron Rodgers wants out. What are the repercussions and how does it affect the teams here in Southern California and perhaps our friends in Las Vegas? We'll get to that coming up in less than three minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. We have a caller who wants to chat about our Tim Tebow discussion. We'll do that in a second. But real quick, the NFL draft's coming up at 5 o'clock. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to try to make the draft fun so you can pick Team LZ, Team Cap, or Team Sedano, basically, in our little game. The game we're playing is this, and you can vote at ESPN Los Angeles on Twitter to pick your, uh, your favorite in this particular race. We are all picking a catchphrase or buzzword or cliche that will get used tonight. And every time there's a pick, we're going to pot up the pick. We're going to listen to the analysis for about a minute. And then whoever's catchphrase gets used gets a point. So, for example... My catchphrase is all the measurables, right? So if Trevor Lawrence gets picked and Mel Kuyper says he's got all the measurables before he says LZ's phrase, which is he loves the game, he sure or, does. Cap, or Cap's phrase, he has upside potential. Tremendous upside potential. Potentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if Whoever's phrase gets us first gets the point. Yeah. And see, that, that, see, if I were scouting you, George, I'd say this George Sedano guy. You know what I like about him? 
he's a high motor guy. Okay, he's a high motor guy. And when I look at this guy, Elzie Granderson, what I really like about him is he's a locker room guy, this LZ Granderson. And Kaplan, you know what I think about Kaplan? He's got the intangibles, I think. So these are all great draft day catchphrases. But upside potential for me takes the cake. Okay, so you can vote at ESPN Los Angeles, and uh, you can score at home. Greg and Laura will be keeping score in the studio. Now, Greg, you and uh, uh, Laura have a uh, vote for who you think will win today? Yes, we're having our own little bet in the studio to see who we mm-hmm. think is going to go. And I am taking George's All the Measurables. I think that All the Measurables is used for every single person, especially in the beginning of the first round. Yeah, no. Sorry, Sedano. I think LZ has it with this one. Okay. We love Loves the game. game. Yep. Okay. So Does here's anybody the... want to join me? Does anybody well, well, want to well, get the, in on the team outside on, potential? The, okay, no. hold on, hold on. The people on Twitter, uh, again, early returns, only a couple of minutes. You can vote at ESPN Los Angeles. Uh, you're winning right now. 41.9% of the vote uh, is upside potential. Uh, I'm in second with 403 with all the measurables. And LZ right now is in third at 17.7, loves the game. So vote early and often on Twitter. All right, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers, yo, I, <laughs> today Aaron Rodgers broke the internet. Basically, Adam Schefter today tweeted that Aaron Rodgers is sick and tired of what the hell is going on in, in Green Bay and that he is ready to move on at this point. So it set the world ablaze. It set the world on fire. Um, it, it was news that I don't think we expected on a day like today, but it went like this. Reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers so disgruntled with the Green Bay Packers that he told someone within the organization that he's not he does not want to return to the team. Okay? So that's pretty big news. Now, immediately, I felt like, okay, well, now this makes sense because the Niners cap called on Aaron Rodgers this week, according to Adam Schefter. And let's not forget, LZ, that the Rams called on Aaron Rodgers back in January when he was a little disgruntled with the conversations, right? Remember he made the comment after losing the playoff game about, well, you know, you, 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 I'd like to play my whole career here, but you just never know if that's going to be the case anymore. So I don't know if I'd bet on it, right? Like he said something right. to that effect. So – you know, the Rams called, got rejected, and they went and got Matt Stafford. But this Aaron Rodgers thing, I, it's, I, I think this is going to be a real battle here between the Packers and Rodgers because I think Rodgers is over them 100% at this point. It better not be a battle. If I live in Wisconsin, if I live in the Midwest, if I like to call myself a Packers fan, you better hope this is not a battle. Don't you let that San Francisco draft pick go. And you got a quarterback that you know, that you've known for a while because Trey Wingo reported that they told him they were going to trade him in the offseason. Right. So you've known the situation for months and months and months. And if I were a Packers fan and we had to trade Aaron Rodgers because he ain't coming in and we fall anything short of a top pick because – our front office wanted to play chicken with Aaron Rodgers, I would be even more pissed about how we lost Aaron Rodgers than the fact that we lost him. It better not be a battle. Yeah, he's been pissed off at this organization 
for the last five years. And it started with Mike McCarthy. And even after McCarthy left the Packers, things still did not get better between Aaron Rodgers and the organization as a whole. That's number one. Number two, Aaron Rodgers would love to go home to Northern California and play for the 49ers, not just because that's the team he grew up rooting for, but because like so many athletes who want to be in the biggest of markets, they want to be there for a reason. LeBron can produce content in L.A. Aaron Rodgers wants to be in the Silicon Valley entrepreneurial investment world, and he already is. And so I could see Aaron Rodgers trying to get out of the franchise that that has already drafted his replacement to go to where he would much rather set up his after football life. I believe there's a lot of smoke here. And I also think one last thing, the 49ers as an organization, they were in the Super Bowl two years ago. They got decimated by injuries last year. They're built and ready to win now, and they're very impatient. So it would not surprise me one bit if this deal ultimately gets done. I think it's just hard to pull off today, right? Like, do you think that, like, basically you're trying to tell me that from when this news broke, okay, Mm -hmm. because, you know, to your point, Elsie, yes, they knew in theory, right? But they had been rejecting offers in January from the Rams, this Mm -hmm. week from the Niners, right? So now the news leaks. Now you're really under the gun if you're the Green Bay Packers, okay? So the news leaks, I would say it was about noon Pacific time, all right? The first, the, the Niners are probably going to pick around 5.30. Do you believe, do you honestly believe, you've, you've covered sports for a very long time, that you can make this deal to send Aaron Rodgers to the Niners, which would certainly put a wrench in the Rams' plans, um, and do you believe that can happen in five and a half hours? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I could be in London in five and a half hours. Well, if you were in New York. Yeah, yeah, not from L.A. That's that's basically what I'm saying. Listen, they've known this for months, so I'm going to assume that they are not new to trying to do the math about what they want. I'm going to assume they're not happy about the situation, but they're not totally blindsided by the situation. What's blindsided them has been the leaks on draft day. Mm-hmm. But the situation and how they need to resolve it should not have blindsided them because as Trey Wingo reported, as Cap has been talking about, and basically we all know he has not been happy with this franchise for a long time. And, oh, by the way, the franchise hasn't been happy with him. It's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. And so they should not let that number three pick, that's where they're picking, right? San Francisco's number three? Yes, number, th- yeah. number three. Do not let the Niners pick go. Don't let it go, man. So, yes, you better get this You better get this deal done. You better get it done fast. And this is really, really easy because you're just picking up the phone and it says, we have the MVP. What do you got for us, 49ers? And even right. though the 49ers can say you have no leverage, we're not giving you a whole lot – to Cap's point, that's not how they're built. They're going to say, okay, here, take the next 17 draft picks, give us Aaron Rodgers so we can finally get this chip. Well, he, he, here's what will happen, okay? Aaron Rodgers will like – you know, Aaron Rodgers is 37 years old, so he's not going to go for the three or four first-round picks that Deshaun Watson, previous to this situation he's in, would have likely gone for, okay? Um, I think that at least two and a pick swap or probably three is possible – for Aaron Rodgers, even at this stage. Now, Cap, 
knowing that the, is the case, do you also believe that the Jeopardy thing is something that could be a factor here? Like, if you're Aaron, you, should be, you tell, like, the Packers, all right, you don't want to trade me? I'm just going to leave, and then you're stuck with Jordan Love way earlier than you anticipated. Oh, really? That's my leverage is, hey, you know what? I'm going to go be the host of Jeopardy. That's, I mean, listen, I'm going to say that I think Aaron Rodgers just wants to get back to Northern California and is kind of tired of the small town that is Green Bay. And, you know, his life has changed. He's gone through different relationships, and he's married now. And I, I could just imagine him saying, you know what? Engaged, I'm, I believe. Again. Okay, whatever like it is. He's you know, married. I, I thought he got married, but nah, okay. Man, he ain't never engaged. having it. You better right. calm down. Okay, hey, chill. Sure. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the thing is, is that, you know, living there and being <laughs> there. the right one. It is. It's a. It's a tiny, tiny little tough. hamlet of a town, Green Bay. Finding the man. right one. Ooh, how'd you guys get one so early? <laughs> Which app did you use? Because I can't oh, find anything man. on any of these. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I really believe that he wants away from that franchise. That's no secret. Mm. I believe he does want to be back in San Francisco. And I think the Niners organization is hungry to win immediately. They're not okay. building. They don't want to build. They want to win now. Okay. And Aaron Rodgers can help them do that. All right. So if not the Niners, where? 877-710-ESPN. We'll get into that in a little bit. Plus overrated, underrated, properly rated coming up in three minutes and 30 seconds. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if you're first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details all right thank you chris overrated underrated properly rated is the game that is sweeping the southland and the host of that program not aaron Rodgers, who hosts jeopardy not aaron Rodgers, who may be out of green bay but one gregory bergman hello greg hello george all right so lz since the rams are always your five we're going to start with you let's play with rams first round draft picks aaron donald number 13 in 2014 Eric Dickerson, number two in 1983, and Jack Youngblood, that's for Cap because he's the old guy, and at number 20 <laughs> in 1971. Overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Those three picks? Yes. Yeah, which one is You got to pick one. Oh, my God. Aaron Don... Oh. Ooh. Yeah, that's a hard one, Greg. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the point. Made it very okay. hard here. Um, I'm going to say Aaron Donald is overrated. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Just because Cap was going to say that, so I'm just stealing his thunder. <laughs> he likes he likes to throw like those little grenades and to make us respond, so I decided to take his bet. Um, and then give me the old guy is properly rated and the semi-old guy is underrated. Okay. I like it. I like it. All right, here goes. Eric Dickerson overrated. Ah, I picked the wrong one. Damn I knew it. You gonna, I knew you were going to pick someone who's not to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The only reason is is because Eric Dickerson was a great, great, great player his Still entire is. career. Just you know? with an A. Yeah. Now he's a player. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, ED, my man. Yeah, but the thing is, is he went on and had great years 
in, in, for the Colts. So it's kind of like he celebrated like a lifelong Ram, but it's really because he just he, he took on to L.A. and never really left, more so than he was a career great Ram. I don't know. I'm, I, I love Eric Dickerson, but uh, I had to go with somebody overrated. Jack Youngblood played in a Super Bowl with a busted leg, properly rated. Yeah. And Aaron Donald is underrated because as great as he is, people still don't understand. A man that size should not be able to terrorize an entire football game by himself. No one's ever done it like, he's do- like he does. So that's, that's how I see it. Whew. So this is tough. Um, I'm going to say Jack Youngblood is underrated. Okay, because we forget that football was played before like 1984, it feels like a lot of times. Um, so, and to your point, he played on a broken leg. Okay, like that's there are a few guys that have pulled that off. To obviously being one of them. Um, I'm gonna say, woof! Now I've put myself in a bind. Um, <laughs> oh God. I'm yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Eric Dickerson out of the three being overrated only wow. because I just feel like for as great as running backs are historically, the great running backs don't win championships for you. And that's really my measurement. And I know that's not his fault, but that's just when you build when you've built around a running back more times than not, you're not gonna win. Um now Aaron Donald, I'm gonna go as properly rated because I think he is arguably the greatest player in the NFL. He doesn't get that kind of love because he's not a quarterback, Um, but he is the single most destructive defensive force I have seen since, like, Lawrence Taylor, basically. What's next, Greg? All right, so Kevin Costner has been in some really great sports movies. Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, Tin Cup, For the Love of the Game. And then there's Draft Day. And yes, Sedano, and then in Yes, Sedano, I saw your tweet this afternoon, and that's what put this out here for me. So a movie about an NFL GM for the Cleveland Browns on Draft Day. George, is this movie overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Oh, it's the worst. Is there, like, a worst option? Oh, my God. It is the single worst sports movie hey, I've hey, ever hey. Whoopi seen. Goldberg, Eddie said, hold my coffee. Oh, no, no, no. And look, I'd love Eddie? to... I, Eddie was pretty terrible. But Eddie was supposed to be... Forget Paris? No, no forget Paris. is iconic, okay? <laughs> Billy Crystal told Kareem this in his farewell game when Kareem said, you can't throw me out. It's my farewell game. And he said, well, let me be the first to bid you farewell. It was fantastic, okay? And I'm a sucker for a romantic comedy, okay? And I love Billy Crystal. Go ahead. Yeah, Billy Crystal is amazing. Um, I love Costner, okay? So the funniest part of this, real quick, quick side story. When I was working on ESPN Radio, um, I went to the Super Bowl in New York. I was doing a show back then with Mark Schlereth. We were doing the um, 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 Eastern show uh, on ESPN Radio. And we were on Radio Row, and they booked us Costner. And Costner was un believable okay unbelievable told the hilarious story of meeting schlereth in washington and said that he still he was afraid of mark because when mark he came into the 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 washington locker room and when he was introduced to mark mark dropped his towel because he was getting out of the shower and costner was like super like uncomfortable and he remembered the moment so it was hilarious and he cursed on national radio at least three times so i love costner however this movie stinks it's awful it is the worst sports movie ever it is completely overrated wow 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 
See, I don't love Costner, although you, Greg, you listed off some great sports movies that he's been a part of, no denying that. But I don't love Costner. And same story, George, when they were shopping him around Radio Row at the Super Bowl, I was like, Kevin Costner is going to be the GM of the Cleveland Browns? That sounds horrible. So you know what I did? I never saw the movie until I accidentally did. I don't know how. I was flipping channels. It was on. I watched it. Guess what? I don't know why. I freaking love this movie. I loved it. so cheesy. Maybe so. Perhaps. But I loved it. So I'm going to say properly rated. In fact, maybe even underrated. I'm going to go with overrated. Only because it's so bad. Why are we talking about it? (laughs) Well, because it's it's draft day. It's not a good movie. (laughs) Oh, that's why? Because it's draft day? (laughs) It's not a good movie. It just isn't. So good. It's a good concept. Yes. It's a really good concept. Terrible execution. But they took too many shortcuts. They they, they Hollywoodified it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's how it happens. I liked it. All right, so we talk about NFTs a lot. So Trevor Lawrence signed a multi-year, multi-million dollar deal with Blockfolio, a crypto tracking app, and will be and will be paid from Blockfolio in cryptocurrency. Is this move from Trevor Lawrence overrated, underrated, or properly rated? I think I'm on cap now. Underrated. This is unbelievable. Actually, you know, you're you're banking on this kid as the next big superstar of the NFL, and he's going to play in Jacksonville. So that's one. Two, you're going after a guy that you think is going to be a young face of, of sports. And if that's if it all works out. But, man, you're going to – this guy – listen, I think it's so progressive on everybody's part. Blockfolio to go get Lawrence. Lawrence to take payment in cryptocurrency. This is, this is 2021, everybody. This is the draft 2021. You get paid in crypto. Hmm. So I guess I'm saying underrated. Elzy. Hmm. Uh, well, I, I wanted to know what his wife looked like. Mm-hmm. So I found this picture. So I'm going to say it's properly rated. Because I get the feeling she was in on the negotiations and she looks like a very smart, put together woman. She doesn't look like she's just hanging on. She looks like she's actually a partner in this. And she looks smart. I bet they had a nice little conversation and she was like, let's take a chance. You're going to get the cash from the league, you're going to get cash from other sources. Why not give this a shot? It's a gamble, but you know what? If it pays off, it's a huge payoff. And if it doesn't pay off, what are we really losing? All right, let me explain this to you because I am actually unbelievably crypto literate um, <laughs> in, in this sense. If I don't say so myself, mm-hmm. I mean I am because I'm I'm I've been knee deep for months in this. Shocker. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so what I would say to you is this: it, it, you guys have already outlined tremendous reasons as to why it's 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 smart and it makes sense and it's underrated. I also will say underrated. But what I would say to you is this: while not every year is a plus year, um, you know, some years are, are in the negative a little bit. Over a span of 10 years, Bitcoin alone has averaged an increase of 230% year over year for 10 years, okay? So there's not any other asset that you can find that has done that, okay? You can look them all up, all right? I'm not making that up. That is our actual facts. Um, I am not giving you financial advice, nor am I giving Trevor Lawrence financial advice, but I'm telling you that's why it's smart and that's why it's underrated. Who is singing the national anthem? Is that I don't know. Woman? I couldn't you know that tell. Looks like, you know, it looks like the woman um, from Heart. You know the, the band I thought it Heart. was too, but I don't oh, think yeah. it's her. Oh, really? No. Ann Wilson? Is that the... That doesn't look like her. No. No. No, I don't know either. Who I, are you, a, woman? 
<laughs> Tell us who you are. All right, so the draft is 20 minutes away, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. When we talk about Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers to the Niners is a possibility. The mm-hmm. Niners have called. Aaron wants out of Green Bay. I know Raider fans want to get in on him, although, you know, look, we can tackle that a little bit on the other side because Greg is a big Raider fan. I'm sure he's going to make the case, a bullish case, uh, you know, for the Raiders some in some way, shape, or form. Plus the Lakers. They played yesterday, despite LZ believing they did not play yesterday. Not mm. because they didn't actually, he didn't believe they actually played, but because you don't believe they actually showed up. So we'll get into right. some of that on the wait, other wait, side wait. as There's well. There's a correction. There's a correction. Trevor Lawrence is married to get married April 14th. Okay. Yeah, there and he's married to like the high school sweethearts. So when you say she looks like she's pretty smart, she's like 21. She's like, yeah, cryptocurrency. We're 21. Let's do yeah. it. Now she's yeah. getting her degree in PR, so she's on it. Yeah, I'm 43, and I'm hell yeah on cryptocurrency. So you don't have to be 21 there. I feel like they're ahead of the game. That's Uh, what I'm saying. So we'll get into all that coming up in two and a half minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Yeah, yeah. Snake draft coming because it is, uh, we missed Superhero Day yesterday because we weren't on the air. So we'll do a superhero draft later on draft day. Um, You know, so it's funny on Twitter and Instagram too, obviously, but on Twitter specifically, there are a ton of ads now, right? Now you can get rid of them and you can remove them or whatever. But occasionally I like to keep them up, certain ones, because I just want to see what certain brands are up to. Mm-hmm. So one that popped up right now was Dairy Queen, right? And Ooh, my goodness. They are promoting oh. a, 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 an ice cream cake, basically a blizzard cake, right? Yeah. So let me ask you a quick question, Cap. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I, I have to go to you second on this, LZ, because we know that you don't love the sweets all the time. Yeah. But I feel like Kaplan is a fellow, uh, you know, fat person at heart like me. Yeah. Um, ice cream cake or regular cake? Oh, oh, first of all, Dairy Queen. Let's talk about that for a second. Grew up on Dairy Queen. Chocolate milkshake at Dairy Queen. Amazing. You know what else? When they give you a soft serve ice cream and then they put it in that candy coating like the red one and it gets hard real quick and then you bite on it it's awesome i'll take an ice cream cake all day over a regular cake i like a moist cake don't get me wrong i like moist but cold and creamy i like even more (laughs) yes that's right that's real that's chris make sure you lock that one up and you put that one in something soon that particularly just the last few words of that particular phrase uh lz um, I like ice cream cake. More than real cake? Regular cake? You have ice cream and eat it too. But I was going to say, you could have you could have regular cake and then also add ice cream. An a la mode situation? Correct. <laughs> yeah. A la mode situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I feel like regular cake, cake is more versatile that way. It's not like you can buy an ice cream cake and then put regular cake on top of it. Well, why not? I mean, I guess you could, but... Yeah, you- Clearly, your diet is already shot to hell anyway. You might as well throw all of it on there. Right. Except right. for raisins. You raisin people. Love I'm it. not talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, raisins. Uh, Laura? Oh, Greg? Uh, I have ice cream. Has to be the ice cream. 
Team ice cream cake. Yeah, team ice cream cake. Really? Yeah, regular cake is just, most of the time it's just not that good. There's just, most cake is not done correctly. Dude, I love- You're in the wrong bakery. Yeah, I was just going to say that because, dude, even if, like, I feel like even grocery store cake now is so much better than it was when I was a kid. Like, there's so, like, bakeries at, like, Ralph's and Vaughn's and Albertson's and Pavilion's and these places, like, man, they are so good. Like, they are legitimately good bakeries now inside of a supermarket. I can virtually hear Sedano tearing up about this. I know, he's like, he's taking this very Stephen A-like. I mean, like, he's taking it really hard, you know? Yeah, Greg, you should apologize. <laughs> no, I refuse. I would love not that one. This isn't the apology for section. your mischaracterization of the cake. Well, but yeah. if, like, even the grocery store cakes—they just have like too much frosting on it. Right. Then at that well, point, what's wrong okay, with frosting? Colorful, no, what are you much, getting? What kind of cakes much. are you getting? What kind of cakes are you getting? Well, You're, these are, are you just, getting the wrong ones. <laughs> these are. I don't go to the store to buy cakes, but if it's like a birthday for my kid, we usually go with like a cookie cake. But even so, if you go to a birthday party, they have it's it's the cake, but then it has so much frosting. Yeah, and you have to like much. cut off half but of the why frosting. Why is frosting a bad thing? No, know, it's not it's all bad. Colorful and they're like once you put that dye inside your I body, you're like frosting is the best part. But it's too uh, much. Like you can't have that. That means you're going much. to the wrong bakery, George. No, but <laughs> right. I'm just saying. Well, for sure, the cake is good too. But I feel like the right amount of frosting is necessary. No, the right amount of frosting is necessary. But if you're putting on extra frosting because no. you messed up the cake, we'll know about that. Okay. Well, I'll tell you this. I had um, a ch- dark chocolate mixed with Nutella frosting the other oh. day on a oh. chocolate cake. Mm. That was a- the frosting. The cake was fantastic, the actual cake part. But the frosting, that combination I had never had before, things were happening in my taste buds that were like explosions, okay? Yeah, like yeah. like legitimate, you know, this was, uh, you know, otherworldly. Yeah, you could put Nutella on pretty much anything, Ew, and it's gross. awesome. <laughs> I guess You we're don't like Nutella? The- Come on, man. Nutella's amazing, LZ. Wow. I mean, listen, if... Nutella is like the, I don't know, it's like the Rondo of condiments. What? It has its moments, but what? you can't rely on it all the time. What? Especially not now. What? Oh, man. man, let me tell you something. The late the great Kobe yeah, Bean. Yeah, sure, but the, all the time? The late great Kobe Bean Bryant grew up on Nutella. And don't just tell me because he grew up in Italy because he had it here too, okay? All, so, I'm, all I'm saying is when it comes to the whole list of condiments, Nutella is not being heard tonight in my draft. It's a tomorrow draft. Uh-huh. I got spicy too. mustard and ketchup. I got hot it, sauce. It's a I got condiment are, for desserts. Like, how yeah. many condiments are there for desserts? Wait, wait. There's yeah, a lot. I, I think you guys are looking at it all wrong. I think it belongs more in the peanut butter family. I'm not sure it's a dessert or a condiment. So you guys don't even know where to put it's it, but you want to make it number no, one in the draft. it's a spread. You don't even have a position it. for it. It's it positionless. Is a it's it is a, a sp- positionless condiment. You guys no. should reconsider your draft. It's a spread. I mean, I spread. put it right next to peanut butter and almond butter. It's like it's like the Mike Leach of spreads. There you go. There it is. Just like super spread. You know what I mean? Just like wide receivers everywhere, running backs, running routes. Like just no, you know, just, I mean, hell, maybe even four offensive linemen every once in a while. You never know. Nutella is amazing. You could take a Nutella and you could stick a spoon into a jar of Nutella. And, and it pull won't out move. A, pull out a big old <laughs> hunk of it. Nice and fresh and soft. Oh, it's delicious. You know what Nutella Dude. is? Nutella is for the chocolate lovers who are too lazy to melt their own chocolate. 
Maybe so, but that it's does damn take good. A long time. Maybe so. <laughs> Bam! That's my point. But it's damn good. It's bomb. No, no, no. You Greg, tell yourself it's bomb because you don't want to feel bad for being too lazy to melt your own no, chocolate. No, Nutella's good. I will open up the phones right now. 877 Wait, hold up, hold up. Chris, are they a sponsor? Should I stop talking now? No, no, they're not a sponsor. <laughs> no, they're not, um, but Nutella is delicious. You're kind of crazy on this one. I'm sorry. No, nah, man. Nah. Huh. Just because they put more sugar in it and food color to make it look like chocolate doesn't mean it actually is. Well, it what, whatever it is, I don't know what it could be. Whatever it is, I mean, seriously, <laughs> you don't, whatever it's it is, positionless. I'll eat it. You don't even know what the taste is. All you really are, you're addicted to the sugar. It's just the sugar I mean, that got you hyped. Of course, it's got like sugar. That. Of course, no, but it's only the sugar because everything else you guys can't even nail. You can't nail the flavor. You can't even figure out what kind of it's, condiment no, it's it is. Not. I just told you what it is. It's hazelnut chocolate. That's you what it said is. that, and then Cap was like, "I don't know what it is." Well, I don't really oh. care what it is either. See, and he doesn't even care what it is. Right. Fine. Yeah. I mean, if I walk into a, a place and they're like, we've got Nutella-flavored frozen yogurt or Nutella gelato or ice cream, I'd be like, Nutella. Yeah, not even chocolate, Nutella. Nutella's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing I, I, like Spam's amazing. Ooh, no. no. Totally Spam different. is not amazing. No, it is. No, it's no, flexible. No. You don't know what kind of meat it is. You no, don't know where Spam, to place it. No, it's Spam exactly how you guys just describe Nutella. No, Spam is amazing like gefilte fish is amazing. You know what I mean? Like everybody's got one thing that their people eat that nobody else wants to eat. Spam and gefilte fish are amazing in the same family. That's very true, but those are both very good things, and they're very versatile too. There you go. All right. See, this is just a matter of taste. That's all it comes down okay. to, LZ. Let, let, let's go to break because we. Uh, I want Laura to settle this. I want people to settle this. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Ice cream cake or regular cake? Also, Nutella. Are you in or are you out? Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Oh, and the draft is going to start. We're going to play our draft game. We'll fill you in on that. Will Aaron Rodgers go to the Niners in the next, uh, you know, forty minutes? We'll find out. What you need to know in between. Back in three minutes and forty five seconds. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 